All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are here with Region 2, um, which is led off by the Inglewood Igloo Makers with Coach McVicker himself. You are going up against the Allentown Alley Oops, um, which is very interesting because there's no dunks in this game. Um, but they won <laughs> Conference 1. Uh, as, as Cheese, Coach Cheese has made very, very clear that he wants dunks. Um, <laughs> in this game uh so yeah your first matchup you got guys like uh daniel england and freshman david walker um their center that you're going up against but you got a pretty good team yourself you know with noah brown and blake ramsey um ashton barry and then your two uh your two big guys who do not shoot the ball they, <laughs> they do not shoot the ball they don't want to shoot it they just want to pass and they want to rebound. They want to block. Um, and it's worked out pretty well for you. You're 15 and 3, number four in the land, number 40 strength of schedule. Um, yeah, so uh, let's look real quick. You guys are number um, 10 in defensive three points allowed, number 10 in defensive true shooting, number nine in point margin, number 10. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, and that's pretty impressive for such a tough conference, such a tough, um, tough schedule. Um, the alley oops are number seven in defense, three points allowed, and that is it. So, um, good matchup for a 16, one seed. There usually is a, a one seed that, um, that, uh, that uh loses but we don't want that to be you or at least you don't want that to be you. <laughs> yeah thanks for bringing that up i love that i yeah. appreciate that <laughs> yeah it's one of those reverse jinx you know or like jinx. Right, i don't right. know um <laughs> but yeah what do you i mean yeah you feel pretty good about this matchup what do you think yeah, no, I, I appreciate us doing this podcast because now I, I haven't taken the time to look at them. And so now I get to. Uh, oh, bulletin just, board I, material right there. Yeah. He, hasn't uh, taken, he hasn't looked at his opponent. <laughs> I think um, that's what he's trying to say. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Uh, everything, I mean, they, they obviously seem a well-rounded team, right? At least they're starters. Uh, they play their starters. Wow. Um, I, would, I was about to say they're not super deep, but they do love, they do give their bench a decent amount of minutes. All of their bench is averaging over 10 minutes. Um, so that, that's interesting. I, I mean, you, I remember Joshua Hunter. Joshua Hunter was actually somebody that I was going to go for uh, that year. Um, and then I didn't and ended up with, with my backup point guard, Tanner Lawson, who did was a starter point guard for me until I got Noah Brown. Um, so, uh, I know Joshua Hunter is overall, uh, maybe a sneakier, um, top player for them. I mean, he is their top, you know, plus minus that 10.6 while he's in the game. So, uh, why, and 1.8 steals is nothing to, to slough at. Um, uh, but I, th I feel pretty good on it. Um, Noah and Blake have been playing decently well down the stretch. Blake had a, uh, on our team, Blake Ramsey had a bit of a a slump, I would say, in the last three games of the regular season, which was not fun to see. But he turned it around for the the conference tourney. Uh, played a played a really good game against Bakersfield. Um, 
for the conference tournament. Unfortunately, lost to a three-point buzzer beater, um, but we came back from being 20 points down. So um, uh, we're just happy to be a one seed. That's the first time we've ever ever made it yeah. to a one seed. Uh, but you know, getting a one seed means nothing if you don't win the games, right? So um, we'll be sitting down with the boys, talking them through. Uh, we've been to the NTT uh, every year um, for the last five uh, last five seasons. So um, this is becoming a norm, and we had our first actual good run last season, uh, led by our seniors. So hopefully, those seniors now have um, the you know experience uh, and knows what know what it feels like uh, to get them there. What I'd like to see uh, is a little bit of. Um, breakout games from Kyle Elmore, my backup small forward, and then actual Seth Kruger, my my center. Uh, like you said, they don't shoot much, uh, but surprisingly, Seth last I think it was last year or the year before dropped uh, two twenty point games in the NTT uh, just oh, wow. out of nowhere. Uh, I didn't change a single thing uh, on his like shooting stats or anything. He just decided I'm shooting now, coach, and I said okay. Uh, and it was, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you can shoot if you're going to make it, you feel free. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. So we're feeling good. All right. Cool. Let's look at the eight, nine matchup. We got Fargo wild. Um, Fargo's number two in assists. They're number six in points. Uh, yeah. So they, they like to, um, pass and shoot like to put up points. And then Laramie, uh, Laramie is, Number six in turnovers, uh, number 10 in true shooting percentage. Uh, yeah, so you look at this matchup, uh, Fargo's really balanced, but Zion Michaels really is their guy. Uh, 59.2% yeah. true shooting percentage. He was uh, first team all conference for the third time, uh, in his career. Uh, Laramie, you know, they're more balanced, but they they really go down low. Um, they, they trust Juan Lewis and M Sowers. They're a little smaller, you know, Juan Lewis isn't your typical, um, power forward, but you know, he's, he's producing, he's 16 mm -hmm. points, uh, 8.6 rebounds, 1.6 blocks. That's incredible for a six, six yeah. guy playing power forward. Um, M Sowers is their big man that they really trust. He's getting 10 rebounds, almost 17 points on 58.6% true shooting. I wonder what it's going to look like when they play a little tougher schedule. They didn't play an amazing schedule, and they did make the NTT because they won their conference tournament. But you look at their schedule, and it's not like they've played um, incredible teams, you know. Uh, right. Lost to El Paso twice, lost to Lubbock. Um, yeah, it should be interesting. But, you know, they got to win in the preseason in the exhibition versus uh, Owensboro, which yeah. looks really good. Um, they did they did take it up a little bit since they switched to normal, but um, yeah, it, it should be an interesting one. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I go back to um, let's see here. So they're they're scoring a lot inside, right? So Juan and Adam putting up a lot of their points, uh, and while Zion is an absolute beast, they are only um, averaging 6.9 blocks. Um, mm -hmm. and overall, so their, their defensive true, sh true shooting. So opponents, true shooting is 52%. Uh, 
um, with a 45% from the field, uh, which when I'm normally looking at it, 45 is, is pretty high uh, in my book. And then you're going up against a team who's shooting 50, 50.3% from the field goal range in from Laramie. Um, so we'll see how well uh, they're, um, they're shooting matches up to, to Fargo's defense. I mean, Fargo, but Fargo's got, I mean, look, junior class five, seven, senior class one, five. I mean, they've yeah. got the talent. Um, so we'll really see. We'll have to see there. Yeah. Fargo's always had the talent, you know, um, and you know, they're, these seniors have been to a final four. Mm-hmm. Um, the juniors lost in the sweet 16 uh, juniors and seniors there. Uh, two years ago last year, they made out of the first round. Um, but this team seems to keep coming short. Um, but, you know, you got, got when you got guys like Shelton and Zion, they know this is it. There's mm-hmm. no second chances after this. So right. it's really important to win this game. And then, um, I mean, that, that looks like I, – I think Fargo will win this game, uh, which would set up a great matchup with you guys, I think, in the second round. It'd be a fun time because Fargo and I have actually matched up, I think, in the last – well, I think we played them last season and then the year before that uh, in the NTT. Uh, so we love we love playing Zion. Uh, it's really fun to see him go up against my two bigs. So I'd love, I'd love to see that matchup again. Yeah. Let's look at the next matchup. We've got Owensboro, the Hammers, going up against the San Antonio uh, Trobodires. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Owensboro, not a great schedule, but you know, they've won the games on their schedule. Um, you look at their team, they don't have anyone that scores a ton. They, they kind of keep it low and they're really good defensively, only giving up 51.4 um, points per game, which is pretty yeah. impressive. Um, no matter what conference you're playing in. So Owensboro is number one in defensive points allowed, number four in point margin, number four in Defensive free throws allowed, number three in defensive three points allowed, number four in defensive true shooting, number two in offensive rebounds, number three in rebound margin, number five in steals. Uh, So that's a lot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then uh, you look at the uh, 13th seed, San Antonio. Um, San Antonio is number eight in offensive rebounds. yeah, number 10 in turnovers, number five in steals, number, yeah, yeah, so that's it. Um, so, yeah, got a got a good matchup there. Um, yeah, how do you see this one playing out? Can San Antonio score enough on these guys? I, I really, I mean, you obviously, have, you have, so you have Alex Whitley. Um, they're mm-hmm. shooting, wow, holy cow, I'm looking at this again. 67.4% true shot on 22 points per game. Yeah. That's insane. Holy Yeah, cow. that's – if he can do anything near that, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're going up against the best defensive team in the yeah. country um, in Owensboro and Robert. You got uh, their sophomore shooting guard, Patrick Klein, um, doing 2.2 steals per game. Wow. Um, he looks like – he looks like a defensive stopper, and he's there to play defensive stopper at the shooting guard position. Yeah, um, and he's six seven. He looks like. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I, I think that's unfortunately for San Antonio. It looks like they've kind of met their their counter 
um, here. We'll see. I wonder if uh, San Antonio has any, I mean, their small forward already is six, four, right? So you're not going to, if you make a switch, you're not going to lose any height disadvantage there. Um, so there's a question for them. Do they switch it up to try and uh, get Alex away from Patrick, at least for a little, a little bit. Um, but yeah. Having Owensboro has their point guard and their shooting guard at 2.2 steals per game. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's in, yeah. He's in, it, it should be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Just how that plays out. Uh, let's look at the next matchup. We got the five twelve matchup. We got Spokane, the Sharika, uh, Sharika, uh, Shekina clouds going up against the Rockford files. Um, Spokane's number 19, 65th strength of schedule. Uh, Andre Hampton, 32 points a game on 65.6% through shooting. Oh my. And wow. uh, his matchup is Rodolfo Logan, um, who's 19 points. Definitely not that not as good, but uh, but a solid player nonetheless. Um, and, you know, Rockford's kind of reeling a little bit. They've lost their last two games to St. Paul and then Springfield. Um, but you know they have talent. You know, you got guys like, I mean, you got guys like uh, David Carrasco, um, Rodolfo Logan, Adolfo Moreno. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of uh, uh, Hispanic guys on this team, it looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so Rockford is the number seven team and assist. And that's it. And then uh, St. Cloud. Is it St. Cloud? Spokane. 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 They got they had cloud in their name, and I got all yeah, the clouds. Teams. Yeah. <laughs> Spokane is number nine in blocks. Um, Andre Hampton is number two in player game score. They're number eight in three points attempted. Number ten in offensive rebounds. Number five in rebounding margin. So yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I was this whole time I'm trying to get an idea here, and I keep going back and forth. I love uh, looking at Spokane's stat line; it's it's just mm-hmm. fun to look at. Um, especially you have on so obviously Andre Hampton is just a, a beast of a player. Yeah. Um, and then you you know add him up with Stephen Stockman, their center, with six point six assists, one point six steals, four point three blocks, and only one point six turnovers. Um, that's just a wow. That's a match that they just yeah, obviously not. Steven. Yeah, he's just feeding it, and I know Joshua Kissner. So Joshua Kissner was uh, from Conference Twenty Seven. Uh, so he was nineteen points or almost twenty points in high school at sixty percent true shot. Um, mm-hmm. So you have he has a number of scoring options on this team with a, a number of good passers. Their their point guards over almost almost eight assists per game. Um, and then you look at just the talent of Rockford. Uh, like you said, they have been reeling, but overall talent is really good. Um, and maybe a bit more of a, a share the ball, uh, all everybody contributes. I mean, you almost have all five starters in double digits. I mean, Samuel Baldwin's at 9.8 points per game. Yeah. Right. So, um, it'll be a really interesting matchup. I probably go Spokane on this. Uh, just because and- Andre Hampton is a legend, 
Um, mm -hmm. And I'd, I'd expect him to carry that team. Yeah. All right. Well, let's look at the next matchup. We got the number two seed, the Laredo um, Special Forces going up against the Evansville Buffalo. Um, Laredo, you know, they've, they're 18 and 0. Um, mm. Number five team in the country. You got Ryan Moss, Thomas Rich. Um, he has a big time recruit uh, that went out of conference to Laredo over, uh, even though he wanted to stay local. Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that high of a that happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then you got Evansville. And Evansville has some studs, you know, Bruce Elsner, Jonathan Smith. Um, he was another big-time recruit, Jordan Burrell, like just a solid defensive guy. I feel like Evansville should be a lot better than they are. Um, but, mm. you know, they they played in a bad conference, and, you know, they, they turned it on when it counted and made the NTT. So over wins with, with with wins throughout throughout it over um, yeah some tough tough seeds, uh, but Laredo just looks like a team on a mission. Now they've made the NTT the last few years. They've lost in the first round. Yeah, um, and then let me look real quick. Laredo is number three in point margin, number one in three pointers, number. Eight in true shooting, five in true shooting margin, six in rebound margin, three in point margin. Um, yeah. And then Evansville is number nine in defensive three points allowed, and that's it. So, I mean, Evansville's got some talent. You know, if there's a team that can pull off an upset, I, I mean, I think they, they could. But you know, they really got to put it together, and they just it doesn't look like they have up to this point. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's there. I think it's there for a chance. I mean, they beat Des Moines. They played a good game against Norman. Um, and the other losses seem all really close games other than the one against Blacksburg. Um, but everything else was really close. Uh, and Laredo obviously is looks like an absolute beast, but their only top 100 team they've played is Scranton. Uh, regular season and then the other one that they actually played was Lubbock uh, in the exhibition and they lost that game um, yeah so uh, it, it Laredo looks like a fun team to watch I mean chucking up 23s a game uh, mm -hmm. is, is, is can be a fun can be a fun time to watch and 8.2 steals uh, as a team is nothing to to scoff at um, so they shoot really well uh, defensively against the teams that they've played, they've kept them from scoring. Um, so overall, it, it looks like Laredo runs with this, um, but I, I think there's definitely upset potential there. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Let's uh, let's rate it on a fast food Mexican restaurant <laughs> um, scale here. So uh, you can preface this. Okay. So you're you're highly opinionated on fast food Mexican restaurants, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, so that being said, there's three, and uh, most people would say your takes are a little off. Would you agree with that? Or my takes are a little off. Do 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 you find a lot of agreement on your uh, on your uh, 
not in, not in Michigan now. I not yeah, in Michigan. Michigan. Back in Iowa, I I I felt like I had a bit more agreement, but I guess not here. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so name them out. What are the what are your um what are your rankings and why? Okay, so <laughs> uh, you guys can message me and we can argue about this later. Uh, but <laughs> we have His DMs are open. His DMs, DMs, are, DMs open. are open. We have Panchero's, Qdoba, and Chipotle. Okay. Um, we so are Panchero's is more of a Midwest thing, Iowa, North yes. Dakota, Minnesota type area. Correct. Um, so we are rating these solely off their ability to make an amazing burrito. Okay. I don't care if you get something that's not a burrito. If you're not getting a burrito at a fast food Mexican restaurant, I don't know what you're doing. Um, so Panchero, so we'll, we'll start with Panchero's, who is the obvious king of fast food Mexican restaurants because they have differentiated themselves massively from the competition by doing, when they take their uh, tortilla for the burrito, they don't just pull a Chipotle where they take it from the store and heat it up and call that fresh pressed, which is a lie. They take an actual dough ball, a ball of dough, press it in front of your eyes, throw that bad boy on a grill, and that's what they wrap your burrito in. And you just you okay. cannot get past the flavor and the texture. So Pancheros, Qdoba is great because they have great queso, great uh, steak. Um, and I, I put Chipotle at the bottom because when I first went there, they didn't have queso. Now, I have not been there for like five years. So I've heard that that's that fact is now wrong, but I I've crossed them off my list because they didn't have queso when I first went there. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's my, that's my list. So, so on that scale, um, Evansville has a, what chance of making it like, is it Panchero's? Like it's happening. Like I'm going there. If I'm hungry, I'm going there. Is it like, is it, is it Qdoba? It's like, eh, you know, I could, I could probably go there. I like it. You know, it's good. Mm -hmm. They got a chance for Chipotle. Like, no chance I'm even stepping foot in that restaurant. What, what do you got? <laughs> it's, it's not a Chipotle. I'd give it maybe a Qdoba, but in a Qdoba, that's like, uh, the Poncheros is really far away, right? So, like, hmm. I, I don't want to make the drive to Poncheros. Maybe, so a, maybe a Qdoba. Qdoba that bathroom is under, under maintenance <laughs> under and maintenance. use it. Yeah, yeah, or the ice cream machine. No public, no public restrooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what okay. I said. Okay, I hear you. I also disagree with your ratings, but um, <laughs> I'm also I hot take. I don't like cheese. You know, I don't know why. I'm I'm weird. I think I don't like cheese. So why? Um, it's not so. It's not a lactose thing. It's just a you don't. No, like cheese. no. I made my wife lactose intolerant because. I'm oh, so sorry to your wife. That is so sad. Um, man, people that are listening to this probably love this. Huh? Um, no, uh, yeah, I never liked it as a kid, and you know, I once I was in my tw mid twenties, I'm like, okay, I need to get over this. Like, I didn't like cheese, whatever. I can get over it. And I tried it. I was like, I, I can get over this. I tried it, and I was like repulsed. I don't know why. Dude, you don't I like milk. Pizza. Okay, I do eat pizza because mozzarella is just really mild. Like, what? So I don't like sharp cheddar like type cheese, you know. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, but I do like milk and like ice cream, like all the dairy. I don't know. I just don't like cheese. I don't. It's weird, you know. It's weird. But I do eat. I do like pizza for sure. Uh, you know, mozzarella is okay. pretty. Nice, okay, so but... what? Like, what do you just don't eat? Like a slice of cheese. Yeah, like, like, like if you I get a burrito, it. do not put queso on it. No, I don't put cheese on it at all. It's just, it's just oh. the burrito, you know, with, you know, the steak and rice and oh, lots of beans, corn, you know, it's all. Your experience of eating burritos is so different than mine. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, but I do, I do enjoy, you know, uh, uh, have fresh cooked um, tortilla, you know, I'll get oh, the uh, raw tortillas and I'll, and I'll put them on the stovetop, you know, and, mm. um, and do that myself. Cause I think they're way better than any other. I mean, I don't know, my wife buys these crap ones that are super dry. Oh no! Easy, easy. Anyway, uh, she won't listen to this. Hopefully. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so okay, Qdoba without a restroom—that's the chance that happens. So yeah, that's, yep, that's, yep, that's, that's what I mean. we were trying to talk about. <laughs> All right, uh, we will move on. We got New Orleans Ninjas against the Santa Ana Trail. This is kind of a cool game because I believe I could be wrong. Um, these two teams were both part of the uh, formerly of the STD, I think. Um, yeah, I think tournament. they were. So yeah, them and Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah. So and Bakersfield won't play in the. They won't play in the. Um, in the PNT. In the PNTT. No. They just won't do it. They won't do it. I don't. They, I don't know. I don't know why, but <laughs> they won't. <laughs> He's like, why would I do that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so man, we are digressing. This one's going long. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you look at these two teams, New Orleans. Uh, you look, New Orleans is number one in turnovers. They, and that's the only statistical area. I mean, that's all you need. You, you don't turn it over, and you look pretty good. Um, Santa Ana is number six in free throws attempted number seven in offensive rebounds um so yeah what do you you like this matchup what do you think this is a a really awesome matchup i'm really excited for this uh you've got a lot of history right you've got a lot of Mm -hmm. history you have the std uh i think they created a, a different one i think there was a different one for like two seasons or something they created a different std yeah I think they created a different uh, tournament for two seasons. Uh, okay. yeah, it, it sizzled out. Um, but uh, it's super interesting. You you say, so New Orleans is is number one in turnovers, right? Yeah, they don't turn but, it over. But they also don't assist, Yeah, which is so interesting. So are they just hucking up the ball? Are they just shooting the moment it touches their hands? I, I mean, I think they have a bunch of um iso players you know that it's like okay yeah. i'm gonna be me i'm gonna get mine you know and yeah let's take it to the hoop and you know we'll it's get the perfect. offensive rebounds you know and yeah. yeah it seems to be working i mean they're they have you know five yeah, starters right five Four, five starters Four. that are all all there yeah mainly at large bid uh conference 12 um but yeah i mean I don't know. You know, the New Orleans team isn't super inspiring to me. 
Um, but maybe we get too excited for teams that are scoring, uh, players that are scoring 20 points, you know, or stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, saying, uh, obviously they have the talent, uh, they've been pretty present, uh, over the last two years. I'm surprised to see that they're in the PTT the last two years. Um, yeah. Huh. I wonder what they're, yeah, they're two years ago. And yeah. last year they didn't do great in the NPT. Right. Um, lost their first like, three so, or four games. I wonder where the where the missing link is here. Obviously they've got but twenty points, seven points yeah. on sixty three percent true shot from Mateo Moore. So that's that's something to look at. You know they these guys have dominated Conference Thirty. Now Conference Thirty isn't great. You know, mm-hmm. and then they beat Boise in overtime uh, by two. They didn't start off great. They lost to Bakersfield by 14, Providence by 8, Gulf Shores by 3. Um, their first, you know, they just cleaned up on, I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't say that uh, Conference 30 is weak, mm-hmm. but um, it's definitely not strong at the top, you know. Yeah. They got a lot of, um, they're number 18, so mediocre, but or in the middle, you know, but still, like, there's no strong teams. There's no other NTT teams in this conference. Yeah, which is surprising. They've got Yakima in there, and Yakima, I thought has. Oh, really I think Yakima did make it. No, they're the they're the PTT. Oh, they did. See, okay. seven yeah, seed. Yeah. 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 So Yakima should be better, you know. But um, yeah, sometimes I guess a lot of these teams just didn't make it. Yeah. That's that happens. Yeah. Um. All right, let's look at the Pittsburgh Gamblers, too, against uh, Cooperstown Gloves. Um, I'm still know, looking for Pittsburgh Gamblers somewhere. Yeah? The, the number one. Uh, you know, you've got oh, yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. Gamblers, yeah, too. Yeah. I'm Pittsburgh trying to find the number too. one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Coach Pete, he's been a legend, been around forever. Nigel Kelly and Chase Carter. Um, Chase Carter, the freshman, really played well as a freshman, 57.9% true shooting. You got Abel Lombardi, their senior power forward, with 15 points on 57.2% true shooting, 8.4 boards. Um, yeah, and then Cooperstown, they got David English, and David English is their guy. He's shooting 21.9 points per game on uh, only 15.2 shots, 63.2% true shooting. Um, they won Conference 4. They did not win the Conference Tournament, uh, losing to Albany in the championship. Um, and they get a tough Pittsburgh team that's um, really rolled through Conference 3, winning winning a lot of games. They did lose the championship of the Conference 3 tournament to Lancaster by 13. Um, yeah, uh, let me look real quick here. Pittsburgh is... Pittsburgh is 6 in defensive free throws allowed, 9 in rebound margin. Um yeah, and that's it. And then Cooperstown is uh, Cooperstown is number nine in steals. Uh, David English is number nine in player game score. Number four in free throws attempted. Um, yeah, so if they can get to the line, they can get these guys in foul trouble. Um, but Pittsburgh looks like a solid team, high ratings, and they've been winning. Um, 
And then they got Michael Moore, who is a solid defensive uh, center who can pass and defend. Um, he's got the he's got the fun matchup of uh, taking on one of the best players in the game in David English. Yeah, that's that's the big matchup for the game. Um, I'm trying to see why I'm not like Pittsburgh is ranked 12th, and I'm trying to see. I mean, obviously Michael Moore, and then the rest of them are just solid. Everybody's just solid. They're not missing. You have their shooting guard, uh, small forward, and power forward all at 57% true shot or higher. Um, and then their their bench is playing a number of minutes as well. Um, so they're deep. Uh, whereas, you know, um, Cooperstown is, is relying on their their star players. So um, it'll be it'll it'll definitely be fun to see how Michael Moore and David English play out. Yeah. Let's look at the last game. We got Charlotte, uh, the Sand Sharks going up against the Independence Communist. Charlotte, JB, uh, DS Nut. Um, two years ago, they were in the final and lost to Duluth, I think, or somebody. It yeah. might not have been Duluth. It's, it's probably a good guess that it was Duluth. It's probably a good guess. <laughs> um, you know, you got, they, they got some studs, you know, Asad Hill, Colt Ross, D'Angelo Garden, um, you know. All, all solid players playing well. Uh, really like D'Angelo Garden, um, efficient player, 15.7 points per game, 5.8 assists. And then Independence, they got some studs too. Paul Lumpkin, um, he's a really solid player, 22 points a game, 5.9 assists. Uh, he's, he's one of the best out there. And Andrew Campbell, the senior center. Um, him and Smith Raptor uh, playing, playing down low. Uh, good defenders. Uh, Andrew Campbell, you know, I'm 18.8 points a game. He's gotten seven, 10.7 rebounds a game, and he does not have an assist all year. Not a single one. Not a single one. That's amazing. Um, wow. Actually, he's had six total assists his entire career. So <laughs> um, this year, he just, you know, first year, he only had one. Second year, only two. Third year, three. You think he'd go for four this year? Nope. <laughs> no. He's trying to go the whole year without an assist. You know? Wow. Um, and that would be incredible. I would love that. You know, it's just such a good story, you know? Yeah. Something all the players can get behind, a guy that doesn't pass to them. Um, <laughs> he just he gets that ball. That ball is going up. <laughs> he's gotten 2.8 rebounds a game, too. So he's gotten a few rebounds, and he's like, I'm putting it right back up. You know? <laughs> right so back up. When he, when he touches the ball, you know where that. Uh, <laughs> hey, and you can't blame him. He's shooting fifty nine point six percent true shooting. That's true. So, it's true. <laughs> and he's shooting some threes as well. Yeah, he's shooting some. Th- he runs out to the three point line. I'm going <laughs> to jack it up. Um, well, Independence. Um, uh, they are not top ten. Well, one second. They are actually eighth in points. Um, fifth in defensive three points allowed, and that's it. And then Charlotte is number four in defensive points allowed, number seven in defensive free throws allowed, number eight in defensive through shooting, number five in offensive rebounds, number 10 in rebounding margin. Um, yeah, did I say fourth in defensive points? Yeah, they they really uh cracked down on the defense. 
They play mm-hmm. normal, normal less. Um, I'm interested to see how they match up against uh, this team. Uh, you know, Walker Gonzalez, he's averaging 2.8 blocks in SC also. He can play a little defense against David English. It should be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. I love Paul Lumpkin. Uh, yeah, that's he's a he is a player. Twenty two points, fifty five percent true shot, with a five point nine assist to one point six turnover ratio. I mean, he can't really play st- uh, defense, or at least they're not showing in this. St- you know, the stats of steals and blocks. Um, but offensively, he's awesome. Um, yeah. and then yeah, you have Andrew Campbell, which what. I'm trying to remember. There was some other player. Was it Maximilian Slusher who we were yeah, yeah. tracking for assist total wise? <laughs> I love. Yeah, I'd I have love to him. look back. I'd have to look back on what he did, um, but that was that was a few seasons ago. Right. Um, yeah. I was doing some. I was actually doing some P, uh, PNTT um, research for like I wanted to do. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm gonna. Um, let the kid out of the bag here. Uh, I'm doing like an all decade team for the first 10 years of the, of the PNTT. And okay. uh, so I was gonna, and he, he came up on it a couple times, you know, his, his name and stuff like yeah. that. So I just looked it up. Max, Maximilian uh, Slusher had a total of 16 assists in his career, but he was point guard. And he was point guard. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So he had the ball a lot. <laughs> right. He had the ball a lot more than Campbell. Um, but he's a fun guy. Uh, shot a ton. Whew. Yeah. Man, this guy. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's look at this region. I got I got Inglewood and Fargo meeting. I think that'll be a good game. I got you guys uh, moving forward in that. I got Spokane taking down Owensboro. I got Santa Ana taking down. Laredo, Cooperstown, um, upsetting Pittsburgh, and Independence to make the Sweet 16 um, mm-hmm. against Santa Ana. So we got a 10-14 matchup there. And I'm going to take Santa Ana to go to the Elite Eight. And then um, you guys take down Spokane. And, yeah, I think I'm going to take Santa Ana to move on to the Elite Eight. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Coach. Yeah. Yikes! Wow. I like their team. That's just that's just hurtful. Um. Yeah. They so... have good guard defenders. <laughs> they have <laughs> their guards are good. Oh. Anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I have us taking on Fargo. Um. Yeah. Spokane up through. Uh. And we'll take Spokane to go to the Elite eight. So we'll go to the Elite eight. Um, I like Santa Ana a lot. I think Santa Ana meets independence. I think independence goes there. I do think that I meet, we meet Santa Ana in the elite eight. Uh, uh, and then, well, I'm taking us to the elite four. That's, that's where we're going. So, okay. sorry, the, the final four. Yeah. All right. So you took, we both had the same matchup in the elite eight. Mm-hmm. You just took yourself in there. Right, because I, I the otherwise I would throw Spokane if Spokane was in the bottom, um, just yep. the Andre Andre and the Steven Stockman Andre Hampton Steven Stockman combo um, is yeah. fun to watch. But I think we're gonna we're gonna handle them earlier. So players to watch: Andre Hampton, mm-hmm. David English, 
Zion um, Michaels. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Any other players? I mean, we already talked about a lot of them, but um, yeah. Um, Paul Lumpkin. Paul Lumpkin. You love yeah. Paul Lumpkin. Big, big fan of Paul Lumpkin. Yeah. I, I mean, I still like Jonathan Smith. He's a guy recruited. I think he's a stud, even though he hasn't played incredible this year. Um, well, I'll throw out Blake Ramsey, my man, shooting guard Blake Ramsey. Um, and then Seth Kruger is my my center, my glue guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't I can't think cool. of anybody else there. All right, well, we'll wrap that up there, and we'll be back with region three.